we in here. <laughs> and I'm looking at a half empty glass of wine. So that means only one thing. You're here for another episode of Who That Rises Up Sports Talk with a Gay Twist. I'm here with my good ownery sister, Glenn. I, of course, Kenny Wright. How you doing, sis? First, first of all, bitch, I'm not honorary. I love the Lord, and I I just like to act a fool. I don't think that's probably a good thing in the grand scheme of things, but you don't know. You know, I say fuck it. I am fort. Never mind. I am old. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. I'm old. Let's not. Uh, my my. I can't catch no man telling my age every, every five seconds. Uh, <laughs> But I'm old. Um, oh and like I'm too old. I'm too old to change. I really am. Nobody, I never changed since. But you honorary. I mean, honorary is such a strong word. I may be a bit bitchy. Honorary, you know, you know. You can find whatever synonym that you want. <laughs> There's a bitch that can't remember. Can't remember shit. But okay, I mean, I digress. Whatever, girl. <laughs> As y'all all know, she this bitch turned a whopping forty-two years old this past recently. This I am past week, how old you? Is forty-one? Don't be adding. Don't, don't be adding years on. I'm forty-one years old. Oh, she's so dramatic. Oh my gosh, she's forty-one. I'm sorry. Listen, we ne- like we didn't get no closer. So, <laughs> I mean, just as lo- so that she is aware, the train ride, the train is still pulling into the fucking station. It ain't pulling out. No matter how the fuck she sees it, y'all. I'm all right, girl. We get it. I'm sorry. My bad. She's 41, but her train is still pulling the station. And in about five years, that bitch ain't gonna remember her own name, and she's gonna be sitting on the porch with me. So, with that being said, one way ticket with with a cocktail, right? I ain't mad. I'm just I'm just trying to trying to piece it all together. For I'm trying to help the bitch out. So when she get to the other side, she ain't looking strange, y'all. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Because <laughs> that bitch is singing that song, I know she's going straight to hell. <laughs> Till we reach that distant shore. <laughs> I don't act like she, she know the Lord. She's so retired. You know what? Anyway, um, I hope everyone has had a blessed and highly favored week. Once again, we are back. We are on time. And look at that. A day early, technically. I'm not sure why we had to record a day early, but hey. I'm not here because I'm not going to be able to record tomorrow. So I wanted to go ahead and make sure. Oh, so, she got, so she got shit to do. Got it. No. Right. And, and 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 I'm looking out for the sporties because I would like them to hear from us. So she ain't got nothing to do. She oh her her list of activities is getting short, y'all. <laughs> Look, you gonna stop being the pot on the kettle black. You were born in the seventies. 79, huh? I said it. 79. I was only technically I was only I was only around for 10 months out of the year of 79, so I don't remember much of it. Anyway, when you were born, wasn't it Ronald Reagan? No, it was Jimmy Carter, you raggedy bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh god. Jimmy Carter, you tramp. Um <laughs> and, 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 <laughs> oh, shit. and they ran that ass out of office as fast as they put him in there. So, well, guess that wasn't a great year. 
Ooh, that took me low for a second. That bitch said, who's probably Ronald Reagan? Well, no, he was right in the short and shortly thereafter, y'all. Ooh, she get on my nerves. Anyway, speaking of getting on my nerves, it's just time for Slaves of the Week. Okay. And let me tell you, huh? Go ahead. I about to say, let me, let's discuss Slaves of the Week, because, baby, listen, I have had a time, a time, a time. And you know, I talked to myself, myself say, huh? And we, we, we met about it. We discussed it. We came to terms with certain shit. But as the, I was like, oh, slaves of the week are going to be real cute this week. There's not a lot going on and not a lot of motherfuckers acting a fool. And soon as I said that, y'all, soon as you said it, <laughs> soon as I said it, I guess that motherfucker decided, well, here we go. I'm going to show you what I can do. <laughs> now, I was preparing to go to work. I think it was Monday. Wait, late, late last week. I think it was Monday, late er, Thursday. When did I text you, Kenny? Like Monday? I think it was Monday. I think it was Monday. I was preparing to go to the, to, you know, the people that pay me a paycheck. You know, them people right now. Mm. Uh, and on the, ES, the, the ESPN... Mm-hmm. There was a James Harden for you know, and I'm not gonna lie to y'all. When I see James Harden, I, I pay attention because there's usually some fuckery, some bullshit, some round the way, not too much shit. Um, so with that being said, there was some bullshit. Now we, as we all know, lately James Harden has decided that she refuses. She can't be. She can't be signed. Nobody was gonna sign her, so she decided, well, let me stay in Philadelphia. Now, right. Because she had a choice. It's like that. Well, that you took the words right out of my mouth. She acted like she had a choice. There was not many teams rushing to the James Harden uh, sweepstakes. And when I say nobody was rushing, ain't nobody, nobody was rushing to sign her. Uh, I think her weight may have played a problem. Her attitude was probably up the top of the list. So the ESPN report. So she decided to get now. Apparently now she's decided two things are for certain and one thing for sure that she refuses to play in Philadelphia after she didn't sign these nice little people contract and that the general manager and president is a liar. I said, well, wait a minute. What is he lying about? <laughs> wait, wait, back up. Did you didn't catch that? No, I didn't yeah. see that. We'll get on you. He said, and I quote children, that the general manager of the 76ers is a liar. I said, well, wait. Damn. I think we're doing too much. <laughs> Let me pull up the report so y'all can see what the fuck I'm talking. Because I don't want I don't want y'all to hear that that I was the lion and how people say, well, that's not what was said. Because listen, children, I think <laughs> that now, and I'm gonna say it because everybody be like, no, you so hard on James Harden and blah 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 blah. <laughs> well, okay, I might be. I am hard on James Harden. That is very true. But you I really, think she is the really biggest waste right. of space. Huh? <laughs> she is the biggest waste of space and oxygen that a person could have ever created, children. <laughs> I know y'all gonna hate me for that, but that is the truth. I mean, he had some good, but he had a good round until they changed the, the, the uh, rules so he can't do his little step back three point shot anymore. Well, hell, was she making that? I mean, not in the playoffs, but. <laughs> Computers. I was like, wait, was she making that? <laughs> <laughs> Not in the playoffs, but you know, oh. 
<laughs> well, here's the thing, and this is where the because he said James Harden that they were he was saying that the president never came to him, never gave him a max offer, never did a lot of things that he wanted to do uh, in Philadelphia, and he said that he is the star. He went on this whole tangent. Yeah, James Harden. Did. If you look at the video, I was trying to pull it up, but if you look at the video, it's on ESPN. Trust me. He is standing in front of a crowd announcing that this man is a liar. (laughs) But wait, here's the part that even makes it worse. Y'all know the crazy one? There's okay, there's many. Sorry, let me. You gotta be more specific than that, child. Tyler Turner on yesterday decided to back James Harden. I say, well, if it ain't the fucking blind leading the blind. (laughs) So what y'all got together and say, bro, I'm gonna support you, you support me. So if neither you, one of y'all ain't works here. If you ever find yourself on the top of a hill that you're choosing to die on and the only person there with you is Kyrie Irving, you've chose the wrong hill. <laughs> you know, they say life is better on the other side. <laughs> I don't fucking know, but I just listen. I'm going to God, honey. It's not, but what I don't get in y'all listen, I'm always on the side of right is right, wrong is wrong, enough is enough. Enough is a fuck enough. You are close to a good 200 pounds, useless. to. So now you don't want to play in Philadelphia at all. You refi- he said, I flat out refuse to play in Philadelphia because the president is a liar. I said, oh. <laughs> okay, so let's just, let's just break this down just a little bit. Did because you look it up? It, it, because the, the, second, the second that he said, he never gave me a max contract. I don't know how everybody, because I'm assuming this was sports media out there, didn't dissolve into laughter. Because who the well, fuck is about to give you a max contract again? <laughs> well, you know, Stephen A and somebody else, they got into a, a slight bit of a tidbit. I said, y'all are really arguing over this shit? Y'all know this don't make no sense, right? Who gives a fuck? James Harden is a, like, when was the last time you deserved a max contract? Um, Okay. Like, you took too long. Right, exactly. <laughs> you took too long. That's nice of you, though. That, he, had that, he had that one run in Houston. Period. <laughs> and that's it. I'm done. I mean, Oklahoma City, when it was him and Russell Westbrook, but I mean, that was when he first started out. It didn't nobody know about him, and he was trying to prove himself. Now well, he, he was the first one to leave. That big three, right? When it was it was James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Russell Westbrook, and uh-huh. he was the first one to leave to go to Houston. Yeah, he ran his ass out the door. Yeah. So, I'm going to say this, and all for all those James Harden fans, God bless you. I don't really care. Um, <laughs> do, do what they, I is anybody do, really is anybody really standing for James Harden now? Here's maybe, the part that I maybe, do maybe, not maybe. understand. Can like write, can can message us and let me know. Like, are any of y'all standing for James Harden for real? I don't see it. So I'm going to read you a tidbit. It says two days after it was reported that the Philadelphia 76ers ended trade talks. Now they don't want to trade monkey see monkey do, but to who for what? Don't nobody want James Harden. Right, exactly. I don't. Yeah, I do think they wanted to trade them. They just weren't really get anything for them. 
So I'm about to read y'all. Hold on. Yeah, I got to turn the light up on my phone. Y'all know I'm old. Mm-hmm. We know. Shut up. <laughs> it states that Daryl Morey is a liar and I will never be a part of an organization that he is a part of. Harden said doing an Adidas media in- event in China. Nigga, you went to China. <laughs> Nigga, you was in China with this bullshit. <laughs> it states that, let me say this again. Daryl Morey is a liar and I will never be part of an organization that he is a part of. Okay, so let's just stop. Number one. He's not a part of an organization. He owns that motherfucking organization. That part. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and don't get me wrong. You know, and our listeners know, if they're, they're, if they're listening to the show, no, I do not side with owners. <laughs> I never do. But come on. <laughs> I'm going to read this one last paragraph, and ladies and gentlemen, we can move on. Okay. <laughs> Harden's unhappiness with Maury stems over the lack of long-term maximal con- level contract and broken down trade talks between the Clippers. Harden believes that the Clippers are a championship caliber team. Well, he just well, trying to get to, he just trying to get to LA. That's all he said. He refuses. To, he does not want to play with the likes of Joel Embiid. Or Tyrese Max says, so you got to go to training camp with these folks in a few weeks. Well, I guess you ain't going because you said you don't want to play. We'll see. So, <laughs> so I'm all I'm gonna say to y'all is this: every time everybody's like, I got, I've gotten a few people say you're hard on James Harden. Fuck that, I'm not hard. James Harden's stupid. <laughs> now he's not only fat, but he's not stupid. So you have decided that the one team that states that they can that they think because they didn't want to trade you, but they feel to believe that you can be part of a championship caliber team. Now I don't know what they seeing that I'm not seeing. I don't know. I just listen. Hey, I don't write the checks in Philly. Uh, what James I do really Joe Grizz. <laughs> <laughs> what I do know, ladies and boys, gays, and all things in between. Let me say this. James Harden, Molly, you in danger, girl. Because <laughs> you got, like T.I. say, you skating on thin ice or hot skates, pimp. And I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you did or what you didn't do or what you're going to do. But what I do know is that you about to, <laughs> you about to ice skate away from being playing in China where you might want to see if you can buy yourself a house. <laughs> I don't know, but you better go say what's up to Yao Ming. <laughs> right. <laughs> you better see what the Lord takes. I don't I do not understand. So with that being said, speaking of nobody that nobody wanted and now has a team, did y'all see Delvin Cook has decided to sign with the New York Jets? I mean, but we all saw that coming. We saw it coming, but here's the here's the thing. He went on seven visits. Seven, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen. Seven. Did mm-hmm. not walk away with a contract with none of them except for the Jets. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I Delvin Cook is a good court, good not good running back. I'm sorry, when he is not injured. Yeah. But 
But did anybody really want Dalvin Cook? Um, I don't. I think he's still a serviceable back. Like, I, and he had a good season last year. Like I said, you know, if he stays healthy. Um, uh, did y'all notice her tone got a little bit higher? Usually when she does that, she don't believe half the shit. She's just dead. So she. I'm trying. I'm trying uh, listen, I'm just trying to, to find a little. Okay, so here's the thing. See, there it is. Like, she's back to normal, y'all. Y'all ready? There we go. Here we go. No, because my that, my criticism is not of Dalvin Cook. I do think he's a very good back. I think he had a very productive season last year with the Vikings. However, my only issue is the Jets don't need that. They still haven't addressed the biggest elephant in the room is the <laughs> fact that they do not have a left and or a right tackle. At all. <laughs> <laughs> like, they don't have – they have not fixed that problem. That's the issue. Like – so I don't understand. Running back is just not some play, not a position that you are particularly hurting for, and it doesn't make a difference if the big boys up front aren't blocking. <laughs> now there is some hope because they did pick up what's his name, um, Dwayne Brown. Yeah. Oh yes, they picked him up, and and he's good, but you know he's thirty eight, and he's in the twilight of his career. So the question becomes: Come on, twice, right? Yeah, right. And is he going to be? Is he going to be able to stay healthy? And it's either him or that rookie that they drafted, and nobody knows what he's going to be. So if he's a bust, and it's, and Dwayne Brown can't stay healthy, then I don't give a fuck if it's Dalvin Cook, if it's you know Travis Henry, like I don't care who it is. Like that needs to be what what they, their focus is because that's the biggest issue that they have. They've got talent all over that team, like lots of weapons, all that. It doesn't matter if you can't give Aaron Rodgers the time to throw the ball because he's not a spring chicken anymore. He's not going to be wanting to run around and extend plays and do all that bullshit anymore. So while I don't think it was a bad move, I just don't think it was one they needed to make. It's not a priority. Totally agree with you. Um, as I said again, I don't see the logic. When I, when I saw it, I was like, okay, we'll get to the other logic that I don't see in a little bit. But I'm just like, y'all got bigger y'all got bigger fish to fry mm-hmm. than Dalvin Cook. But I feel like y'all say y'all need him. So if y'all say y'all need him, I'm with you. You need him. Well, okay. So there is there is some logic behind it. I don't think that it's good logic, but there is some. If you build a robust running game, it does take pressure off of Aaron Rodgers having to basically pull the team on his shoulders. If there's always a threat of a running game and controlling the clock and all that jazz, like it, it, it does take a lot off his plate. Um, then you add in extra uh, dynamic of a robust play-action pass game as well. However, that being said, it all starts and finishes with the offensive line. So, if there's question marks there, n- nothing else really matters for the Jets, especially in that division, because you have some very good front sevens in that division with the Bills mm-hmm. and Miami. Like they, 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 so you're gonna you're gonna be under pressure. I just don't understand like why that is not the focus of what they need, what, what they're trying to do. And the Aaron Rodgers show starts in less than three weeks. <laughs> Which already started. Have you watched your hard knocks? 
Yeah, I've seen hard knocks. I just it it's a it stre- it make it stresses me. I have to turn it off. Aaron Rodgers it, is a it, lot. It is a lot. It's a little bit too much grinding and spinning and nickel knuckle driving. <laughs> I'm a lady, honey. I don't do yeah. all the dumb lady, honey. Yeah, it's a little crow magnet man for me. Um but um I will say that our Queen of Shade, I kind of think that she may be giving up her crown because she's been her best behavior if you haven't noticed. Yeah, she oh, she probably tied. <laughs> we may need to start looking to crown a new queen because Aaron Rodgers has been like he's been always but over there mentoring young players and shit and smiling and like speaking. Maybe to it's the, the New York Air. Maybe it's that New York Air Maybe. I think he yeah, I think it was just I think he just been in a bad attitude for his whole career because he was stuck in Green Bay. No shade to any listeners that may be from Wisconsin, but I mean, come on, y'all. Y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and it's eight degrees below zero. <laughs> degrees below zero. You got um, heating rods under the field at Lambeau. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> that part right there. I said, well, that makes perfect sense. Um, finally, in Slaves of the Week, which we don't talk about soccer a whole lot, but I forgot and completely forgot that Lionel Messi has made a transition. And for those of you who are not aware, Lionel Messi is a huge soccer star. Um, but he, the, is trans- he is the soccer star right now. He is. Uh, and he's still kind of cute. When I said, don't say I get in bed, I mean, his check will probably make me get in the bed, but that, you know, don't take much. Um, Did you know that? Huh? He's little. Yeah, he's like five foot four, five foot yeah, five. He's a, he's a slight guy. Um, but he's joined the Major League Soccer team of Inter Miami, which they've only been around for the last three or four years. I know they were around during the pandemic, so I I think they had just come into the league a year before that. Uh, yeah. Of course, Inter Miami is led by Derek Jeter, uh, Alex Rodriguez, Ho, and David Beckham, uh, and and it's a lot happening, uh, but. This man has only played literally six games and has scored 13 goals. I said, does everybody fucking about to scare him? Do they, just, <laughs> do they just see him coming and say, here, dog, you just take it. Go kick it. Don't worry about it. I'm not going to try to block it. I'm not going to try to do anything. Or is the Major League Soccer League just too easy for him? Like, I, you that, get what I'm saying? It's that. It's that. It's, it's just the Major League Soccer is not on a level of what he's played in his whole career. Now, and Major League Soccer is getting better, but it is for the the elite soccer players, even from this country, their goal is to play in the Premier League. Like Major League Soccer is kind of like, you know, like the triple like varsity. <laughs> it's like the triple or double A, you know, and then, you know, older players retire, they want to make a little money, come to the States, like Kaka went to Orlando and it's been when David Beckham went to the galaxy out in LA, you know, yep. you know, make a few bucks, like, you know, call a few ripples, whatever, and then go to, go to glory. Um, so, but that being said, yes. And, but you also have to look at the fact that like, <clears throat> if you notice the difference between the women's soccer, uh, the USA women's soccer team and the men's is that, in the U.S., you know, soccer is not our main sport. It's not our pastime. No, it's not. So the best athletes, the fastest, the strongest, the most talented, the most coordinated, they don't go to soccer. They go to football. They go to basketball. To a lesser extent, more and more, they go to baseball. But they're not going to soccer. So 
if that were to ever happen, could you imagine like LeBron James playing soccer? (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, could you imagine Tyreek Hill playing soccer? Mm -hmm. (laughs) It would be ridiculous, but that's just not, that's just not, you know, our thing here. It is, but it's getting better. It, It is. It gradually is getting better. And I think that trend will continue as we see, unfortunately, a decline in baseball. But they've had a bit of an uptick this season with the pitch count and, um, uh, you know, the, the interesting races, Shohei Otani and whatnot. Um, but parents are less and less inclined to let their boys play football. So I'm interested to see if we start to see an uptick in the talent going to soccer for that reason. Hmm. Because it's a thing. It's a thing. You know, at, at our age, you know, we know we we have friends and contemporaries that have kids getting towards those ages and whatnot. And I hear more and more the people are not letting their boys play football. No, a lot of even a few people in um in Orlando, like uh Tamara and Speed, their grand she her grandson wants to play so bad and she's just like, No, I want his mama won't let him. So I yeah, I understand. Mm-hmm. I definitely understand that. I mean, hey, you you do get to a point where you're like, is it worth the risk? Um, yeah, totally. It's 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 the thing. I just, yeah, especially if you have options. Well, yeah. yeah. Kind of like what we talked about last. Well, I was I don't know if it's last episode or episode of that where we were talking about running backs. <clears throat> but that's what you're going to see with that position specifically. Kids aren't going to want to play running back. No, because I think in the next five to six years, running back will be like a special teams thing. You throw them in there um, and then take them out. You throw them in there. They're not going to be in there for like, I mean, granted, they're not in there for every down now, but they won't be like a bruising running back. There will be the likes of Christian McCaffrey and Alvin Kamara, where you go in there, you be, they'll be able to stay in that slot wide receiver and pitch and catch, or they'll be able to take it for the back and run like five or 10 yards. But I don't see them as bruising backs anymore. I know that sounds weird, but. You know, I don't. I don't think the position is going to go away. I just think that we're going to see a see the talent in the position drop precipitously. It's kind of similar to like how fullbacks still exist, but nobody knows who they are anymore. That sounds you know right. I mean? That sounds about right. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because even back in the day, like we knew who the fullbacks were, even though I can't like uh, like Moose Johnson. Um, they used to be the fullback for for. Uh, Elliot Smith, no, Emmitt Smith, Emmitt Smith all the years. Or I forget, who was the guy that was the fullback for uh, Jerome Bettis all those years? They called him the bus driver. Um, uh, Jerome Bettis? No, his fullback. Oh, shit. No, I don't they remember called, that. They called Jerome, obviously, Jerome Bettis was the bus, and his fullback, they called him the bus driver. Shit! Now you gonna make me look it up because I don't know. No, I'm looking up too because I like because because you know I was a big Jerome Bettis fan when I was a kid. Um, uh, let's see here. Um, what was that man's name? That's crazy. I, I, I'm completely drawing a blank. See, this is why. That's because you all shut up. Don't be mad, bitch. Oh. <laughs> 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 I 
upset because she old. I can't wait. Look, the older she gets, the more, the longer the Lord keeps me alive. I'm going to remind her as much as I can. That's called sisterhood. Kevin Green. Oh damn! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Hall, he's a Hall of Famer. I didn't realize he died though. <laughs> Sorry, Lord, I did not mean to laugh at that. I did not mean, but the way she said it, kind of like, well, I know he died. Fuck. Pause. <laughs> the shit. So, in order to know Kenny is to love Kenny in the same breath, but to be around him and know when his octaves change and kind of what it means. <laughs> Uh, that's true sisterhood. Because then her bitch, she's like, well, fuck, maybe we shouldn't have said <laughs> Maybe I should have said Next time I'm going to keep my fucking mouth closed. Right, um, exactly. <laughs> Shout out, like, like prayers and, prayers and condolences to, the, to his family. Right. But also, <laughs> she can tell you that I ain't quick to kill somebody off. They still here? <laughs> you remember that time that we thought that Ric Flair had died? <laughs> Baby, listen. Listen, we was at the Hammer Lamb. <laughs> and I was so listen, children, we not were, to get we up topic real fast. <laughs> baby, baby, listen. I remember that day clear as it was yesterday. I was we Friday. It was a Friday night. Uh, and there are times when we get to the Hammer Lamb, and we be like, "Girl, we'll go out." And five hours later, we still sitting in the same spot, and the building got full, and we drunk as shit. Wow. Uh, but. I remember because I was, like I said, I'm quick to kill folks off. I'd be thinking they dead, been dead. They may still slightly be here, but this person was actually gone. Uh, <laughs> and Kenny was like, no, bitch, she dead. I was like, for real? <laughs> Are you serious? I was so distraught. I was so upset. Like, my nerves were real bad for like 30 minutes. I posted something on social media and everything only to find out, like, no, it was an internet hoax. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> Baby, I was so distressed and distraught. And Kenny was like, no, bitch, she gone for real. And all of a sudden, we just were sitting there. I mean, mood didn't change. I got drunker. <laughs> Music didn't seem to go right no more, because that's when DJ Flint would show up and we would all dance the night away. Mm -hmm. And it just was, it was fucked up because we were just sitting there going, now, bitch, I'd have killed this person off. And now. <laughs> so, yeah, that is a moment that we, like I said, is to know Kenny and me is to love us just because you have those, when you hear the voice, like, well, fuck, maybe I should have kept my mouth closed. Because <laughs> last time I opened my mouth, the person actually was gone. So, but anyway. <laughs> Dear Jesus. Uh, Oh, oh, God. What was he talking about? <laughs> Kevin Green, the, the running back said. But, okay. yeah, it, but yeah, so now that we've gotten that out of the way, y'all, it is time for our favorite segment. Like I said, I say it every week, but we're going to pump oh, it up this week because we're getting time to close the motherfucking football. Uh, yes. But it's time for, oh, she did that and she did it well, honey. Yes. Uh, uh, football is almost here and I'm so happy. Right. And Nickel State, you know, of course, the smaller schools take the field this weekend, I think it was, this this, this upcoming weekend. And I'm like, really? do I really want to watch Nickel State? And that's an absolute no, I will not. This early? I think it's this weekend, if I'm not mistaken. No, they... 26. Okay, I was kidding. Yeah. 26, 16. 
Yeah, because they got they start on uh, the first week, the first Saturday, August twenty sixth, and it's you know, well USC plays San Jose State, so there's that. <laughs> what is work? Uh, yeah. Vandy plays. Uh, Vanderbilt plays Hawaii, um, but they get to go to Hawaii, so that's cute. Although I don't know what's left of it now. I, um, I know. I saw that. I was like, well, shout out to them. Thoughts and prayers with them for Thoughts sure. Thoughts and prayers with them. I was like, I kept, every time I look at CNN, I was like, you know how sometimes the news just harp on something and they don't let it go? Mm-hmm. I was like, this is depressing. I can't even watch this. <laughs> I have to put myself in a news moratorium sometimes because I'd be wanting to throw myself out the window. <laughs> <laughs> like, I ain't got it. Um, they got Thursday night games on August 31st. And the only one I see that kind of catches my attention is Nebraska and Minnesota. Oh, and South Dakota. No, no. Um, the, but honestly, the opening day, like the Labor Day matchups are very lacking to me. Yeah, that's what you said last week. And I looked at it. I looked over them and I was just like, uh. That is correct. I am not impressed. Yeah, they're very lacking. Yeah, I was not impressed. But uh, week two, though, uh, we got, uh, I know uh, Alabama plays Texas, so I'm looking forward to that. Oh, well, that's going to be a good game. Who's the, is Steve Sharkeesian still the head coach in Texas? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, yeah, that might be good. You know, he was underneath the, the umbrella. It was. They got to come to Tuscaloosa too, though. Ooh, that's not. That's gonna be exciting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be exciting. Mm-hmm. Well, I, that that's going to be fun. But so now that it's time for oh, she did that. Let's just, you know, the NFL preseason week one has started. Uh, there are a few things that I want to go over because there are a few games that I did watch, and there were a few things that were evident. Okay. First of all, let's talk about, did we all know that Ezekiel Elliott is now a New England Patriot? Did we not see that coming? Uh, I mean, it was a very meh moment for me. That'd be fair. Meh. Although, now, I, I will say this. Um, Bill Pelichick has, has done this playbook before, and it actually did work out very well for him with, when he brought in Corey Dillon. Yes. And it's kind of the exact same thing that I'm seeing here. And Corey Dillon did help take them to – did he win one or two rings with them? Two. Two, yeah. So, you know, but that being said, Matt Jones is not Tom Brady. So, there you go. <laughs> you know, Matt Jones is out there fighting for his job because they still have not labeled him as uh, number one. So, Matt Jones they, just happened yeah. to be in the league – <laughs> happy to run around um but yeah he signed a one-year deal he's wearing number 15 again um but yeah i think that it's a, uh it's a smart move uh he's not washed up and done just yet <laughs> just yet children uh but you know we'll work that out as we see it i just think that the uh I think that the modern NFL has left Bill Belichick behind. Agreed. I think we're in the age of the offensive-minded head coaches. 
And the whole Patriot Way thing, it was cute. It had its day, but I think it's over. Um, they just haven't figured that out yet. So I do think I saw a question on ESPN today. Will the Patriots fail to make the NFL playoffs again? And to that, my honest answer is probably just from the fact that if you just look at their division. Because, I mean, I, I know we're still doing division contests, but, I mean, they're easily the worst team in that division. Yeah. yeah. You can't. They play, they play the Bills. They're not going to be the favorites. They play the Dolphins. They're not going to be the favorites. They play the Jets. Now, they're not going to be the favorites. So, what are you going to do? Well, you're not going to look. Well, look, well, right. <laughs> fair enough. Um, yeah, I just think that it's you're right. I look now that you've said that, I think the modern day NFL has left Bill Belichick in the dust a little bit. Um, and he's still trying to play catch up when he won't hand it's like. It's like a man with uh, like something that he just won't let go of because it's his. It's like it's like it's mine. So I want to hold on to it till the last minute. It's mm-hmm. probably time to let that go. Well, I mean, let's let's look at it. Let's look at it like this. Like so, for example, last year, the four teams in the conference championships, right? So. With the exception of the Bills, all the other teams had offensive-minded head coaches. Like, and if you take it a step further, pretty sure the Bills were the team to make the make it the furthest with an offensive mind with a defensive-minded coach. But that also shows, in a sense, and I remember we talked about this. And this is again, you know, a humble brag. I get to do that every once in a while. And even though I don't get paid for this, like somebody needs to recognize the talent when they see it. But <laughs> I say all that to say that last year, to begin the season, after that week one, I said, "Oh, the Bills look really good," but I'm extremely concerned that once again Josh Allen was their leading rusher. And mm-hmm. sure enough, like as I said, they're putting way too much on his shoulders. He's doing too much. He's rushing the ball way too much. And yes, he's good at it, but we all know that's not sustainable. And it's been how many years since what's his name? The Bills has coach. I forget. Um, All this drinking gonna catch up, girl. <laughs> Sean McDermott. Um, is, you Y'all know she's old, right? I go say nothing else. I'm back. Sean McDermott. He still has not fixed the offense, his offensive line and his offensive side of the ball. He's like, and it doesn't make any sense because you've got this dynamic duel between um, Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, and you you just can't make anything happen if Josh Allen doesn't do it. Um, so, I mean, they're still they're still stacked. You know, they're obviously a contender, but, you know, there's question marks there. I I don't see it. I, I, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. I'm just praying that, you know, at some point, you know, between Josh Allen and Tua, you know, Tua is still a thing. Uh, 
hopefully he like I said, he's been taking jujitsu as you said last week, or taekwondo. <laughs> Which one is it? No, it was jujitsu. Okay. See, I said it right. Oh, bitch, my memory getting good. Probably it's not gonna happen. <laughs> it's probably not, but we'll work that out when we get to it. Do you um, know what taekwondo is? Nope. It's a karate. <laughs> karate tag. <laughs> I do know that as long as the karate kid, wasn't it? <laughs> okay. Don't you on. laugh, bitch. Don't you <laughs> laugh, bitch. That is rude and disrespectful. Um anyway. I also watched the San Francisco game. Is it, huh? Who that? <laughs> anyway, I've had two shots of vodka. By, I'm actually, by the way, I'm really liking vodka these days with water. They say it's less calories, but I just, because I taste more of the vodka. <laughs> so I, so <laughs> I told you about my Aunt Margaret, right? No. Okay, so my Aunt Margaret, is she is a vodka drinker. For years, it was absolute. That is her thing. That was her thing. Apparently graduated to Tito's these days. Yeah. At any rate, she always has a water bottle on her. And I mean always. And it's not water. (laughs) It ain't water. You walk in her house, she got the water bottles in her freezer with vodka in it. So she just grab it and go whenever she's ready to go. She is the definition of functional alcoholic. (laughs) But you know, always, always kept it together and always, you know, she's retired now doing her own thing. But anyways, the point of the story is, so she, only thing that she put on her vodka was water. And I'm not talking about soda water, not sparkling. I'm talking about straight up the tap, water and ice. That's the most she would do. And if you were going to drink for her, she'd get mad at you if you tried to mix it with anything. <laughs> she believed in chasers. No, uh, no, and she'd tell you straight to your face, if you're going to drink my vodka, you're going to drink it right. <laughs> All right. I like it, Margaret. Huh? She's the shit. Oh, uh, Margaret is a blast. Like, Margaret, Margaret will, like, she'll turn a party. Like, one time she came, she was visiting my mama's house. And uh, this is back, I was in, I was in college at the time. I think I was home for a holiday or something. And her and my mom were going to go out. So she came downstairs in this leopard print dress. <laughs> Come on, leopard. With her wig in hand. And was like, threw it at me and was like, yeah, help me put this on. <laughs> <laughs> help me, mom, put this on, honey. <laughs> that is my Auntie Margaret. Like, she is a character like no other. <laughs> I'm, I'm here for it, honey. Um, what I was going to say. Oh. I watched the San Francisco game, and it is a clear pan. Now, the Trey Lance had a great game, but it is true apparent, and according to um, what's Kyle Shanahan? Yeah. Brock Purdy is and will be the number one starter um, in the San Fran this year. He saw it, well, he's been their starter for last year, and I said, well, all right, Mr. Irrelevant, doing your thing, honey. Um, pause. We have a fan question. And okay, um, that friend that that fan question is from Steven. Steven is from Talladega. Uh, yes, from Talladega. Yes, Uh, he states that is that they pronounce it Talladega? 
Oh my bad. I, I don't know that. I don't know that for for sure, but that's what I was thinking. So one of us is right. One of us is wrong. I'm a vote for since I always pronounce shit wrong. It's probably me. <laughs> yeah. Especially it's when more it comes than to likely me. Yeah, especially when it comes to ethnic names, you get real get you get real uh, racist. Yeah, I do. <laughs> my bad. Um, but anyhow, his question is: Was that so? I'm worded kind of differently because he's asking, was that the right move? And if not, which, if so, what should they do with Trey Lance? Hmm. So drafting quarterbacks is, is notoriously difficult. Most of them are busts. So I can't say regardless if he is a bust or not, I think that's yet to be seen. I can't say it was a bad move because there weren't any obvious red flags about him coming out similar like there was with, for example, Johnny Manziel or Baker Mayfield, um, where it was like, okay, y'all, <laughs> you're taking a big reach here. Or even like Tua Tagovailoa. Um, so I can't say it was a bad move to pick him. Um, I think that it is too early to tell whether or not he's going to be a bust. However, if he doesn't start under center game one, then I think we have the answer because what we don't have, we're not privy to the practices and seeing what the coaches are seeing, whatnot, but we do know the whole story once the team hits the field. And if Brock Purdy is under center and not Trey Lance, then yeah, They've made a decision, and their best bet is to hold on to him for this season and the chance because Brock Purdy did get hurt last year, so we don't know if he has the injury bug. Or, no, I changed that. And um, if he's not going to be your starting quarterback, try to just move off of him and see what you can get for it because there are a lot of thirsty-ass teams that are looking for somebody to be under center. Um but as far as who he is, we still just don't know. Um, but I think we'll know a lot seeing who actually starts week one for the 49ers. Yeah. Um, because they also have Sam Darnold, which I did not or was not aware of until recently. Yeah, I knew that. Um, but Sam Darnold is Sam Darnold. He's got mechanical, like his throwing mechanics are, are 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 not very good. They're slow, which is the reason why he's interception prone. He's uh um he's uh a gunslinger, if that's what you want to call him. I call it reckless. Um, so and that's just not gonna work in the Kyle Shanahan system. Um Period. <laughs> so it would be interesting if Kyle Shanahan, which I've yet to see, uh, if he can incorporate Trey Lance's mobility into his dynamic offensive scheme. But the reason why Brock Purdy worked is because Kyle Shanahan's offensive scheme is that they it's based on his scheme. It's not necessarily surrounded by a quarterback particularly putting a team on his shoulders and willing them to a, to a win. And we know this is because he got the Falcons to a, a Super Bowl, which was no small feat whatsoever. <laughs> they, of course, that's embarrassed, 
they of course mm-hmm. embarrassed the shit out of us and I'm still pissed off about it, but they got there. So whatever. <laughs> Ooh, she sounds a little awful. Oh, it's still uh, too she- soon. It's still too soon. I tell folks all the time, if I don't know you, and this is this is for real. If I don't know you and you get in my face joking about that 28 to 3 bullshit, I will fight you. That's you know all. you get your olified, right? Whatever. I, okay. I mean, I, I, will, I will throw hands. If I don't know you, mm-mm, too soon. And y'all call me ghetto. I, I'm a lady, honey. <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. I will fight you. She is get and toe all in the same breath. Anyway, <laughs> get and toe. She medium ghetto. She know how to act, but she will air this bitch out if necessary. That's my sister, honey. Yes. Yes, anyway. Don't, don't let this gay shit fool you. Don't let this lawyer shit fool you and all that stuff. I'll still put on a suit and work on my day. Yes, exactly. And do what I got to do. But I used to. You know, listen, you can still get bopped. <laughs> she's just, she just as ghetto as they come. I think she's part of the city girls, and Chum won't tell us, honey. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I have also managed to know one thing. And if anybody knows me, I like bullshit, honey. Hey, uh, Tampa Bay, y'all in trouble. Ooh, y'all in trouble. Y'all in trouble. <laughs> I watch y'all preseason game, and I said, Who, what in the fuck is happening? First of all, <laughs> I don't know nobody on the team except for Mike Evans. And granted, they only played one segment. But let me say this to y'all. That was some bullshit if I had ever seen it. <laughs> they in trouble. That's the very least I can say is that the Falcons won't come in last place in the division. No, the Bucks will. I know the Bucks will. <laughs> and let me say this, Kenny. I have counted because I wanted to bring this up at the right moment. This is the right moment. The 50 of y'all, 50 of y'all who voted for the Bucks to be in first place, shame on you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Said I wasn't going I was going to leave my comments till it was time to 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 get by one more way. What we got two more weeks of this? Shame on you. There are 50 people who believe that wholeheartedly believe. I don't know where y'all come from. I know the names will not say them. I don't know if y'all live in Florida. I don't know what, because you know, football fans all over the world. Great. That is perfect. But the 50 folks I counted, it's actually 51, but I'm trying to round down. There are 50 of y'all who firmly, and I mean, firmly to believe, believe. That Baker Mayfield is the answer. <laughs> That's all. Oh Lord! Now the answer to what? I was not ready. <laughs> Sorry. The answer to y'all prayers. Now I that, know good and goddamn well. Shame on you. <laughs> shame on you. <laughs> Sound like something your grandma used to say. Shame on you. The damn shame. <laughs> Shit. I waited for the right moment, the right time. There it was. <laughs> Chef's kiss. That was perfect. <laughs> uh, hell. Oh, my God. That fool is shame. <laughs> 50, one of y'all believe that the Bucks are the answer. I say, well, all right. Now. 
Listen, like, you know, Homer's gone home. Like, it's fine. Like, you know, I understand. <laughs> you know, you got to stand for your team. Like, st- like stand by your man. Stand by your team. <laughs> I'm still with you. Do you say stand by your team? Now, I, like I said, <laughs> I stand by my Saints, but at least we don't have Baker Mayfield. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, children, there are a few things in this life and y'all are so proud, and I get it. He ran out on the field, and he his head was perfectly quaffed. I said, "Does she know she can really play football?" Uh was it perfect? Was it perfectly quaffed? I didn't see the game, but yeah, no, it was. She had a perfectly quaffed hair. <laughs> I, he played. They played. He played a two series. <laughs> I'm about to get the stats for y'all, so y'all understand. Oh I gosh. Said, she said, y'all say, oh, she's going to play some football. She is y'all star. And she is named quarterback numero uno. I said, okay, I hear you, anime bullet. Who is a backup? Let me look. <laughs> <laughs> Start not better. Right. Let me look. Hold on. Let me see. Let's, let's go to this. Uh, let's go to Tampa Bay Bucks. <laughs> uh, Kyle Trask and John Wolford. That's Kyle. who's on the list. All right, so they're gonna be so nobody, nobody. Contrast. I mean, he has some success at Florida. <laughs> hmm. I'm just looking at the. Yeah. Well, I mean, bless the Lord. I don't. <laughs> oh God! Who the hell is the head coach? That took me low. That bitch said shame on y'all. <laughs> <Shame> <laughs> um, but Tampa Bay is going to be a long season. It will be. But y'all going to show up at the ship? Blow that little pirate thing y'all do? Um, but go, uh, go, go, go. Uh, be blessed, honey. That's all I'm going to tell y'all. I don't, I don't understand it. I don't. Mm-mm. That's I not mean, my ministry. Yeah, you know, you know, I mean, it's a, if, if that's your home team, I, I, you know what, let me stop asking because, you know, like, if anybody is from Atlanta, it's me. But I am not, I don't have beer goggles on when it comes to the Falcons. I've had my heart broken way too many times. I, you're a Falcons I, fan, Charles. Look, I'm a fan, fan. I understand. I don't, I don't talk shit. I know what it is. <laughs> so I, still come back, I still come back to him every year against my better you know like, like Bill Monty Jones I should follow his I should follow his lead because you know he calls himself a reformed and uh and and recovered Falcons fan I should do that but I keep I keep coming back to him even though he never do me right he never do me right he ain't he, like ain't, he, he just wrong <laughs> you think he just wrong he just wrong he just wrong, he just wrong. Always lying, can't trust him. You can't trust him. You can't trust him. You can't trust him. He lying. He ain't shit. But I keep coming back because I love him. <laughs> that is fair, sis, and I, I'm so proud of you for that. He ain't shit. <laughs> he ain't shit. His mama ain't shit. You know, it goes down the list of things. Listen, but I'm proud. I am so proud. Of the fifty-one, I gotta say, shame on y'all, but the, I'm already proud. No, let's just be happy that, that, that they they participated, and we are grateful. Yeah, I'm not. Like I said, I am not. 
upset at that. I am just, you know, and I said I wasn't going to comment. The Lord says uh, that I wasn't no. going to comment. I wasn't going to say oh, nothing you above waiting, that. You were waiting for your moment. You was waiting for your moment because you, you felt it. Oh, yeah, God was waiting for it. <laughs> oh, no, you look. I was waiting for that, honey. You know me. <laughs> oh goodness! Oh, that took me low. <laughs> I was waiting for that look. Oh, I got this, honey. I was waiting for it like a cat in heat. <laughs> that's a fucking shame. Okay. Um. But anyway. But yes. Um. But the preseason, like I said, it was preseason. I was at the Saints game on Sunday. Uh, it was pretty good to see Derek Carr out there doing his thing. Uh, only time he looked good. No, he looked really good. He's we scored a touchdown in the opening drive. Uh, Michael Thomas was out there. Uh, it was good. Jameis went. Let me tell y'all something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Uh, Jameis Winston is. Jameis Winston should probably never show up to another game as far as I'm concerned. Um, I have never watched a man run. Or, he was on his first this because they let him play all of the second quarter. Um, okay. Well, because mo- uh, Derek Harnham only played one, 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 um, one series, one series. Right. Sorry. Um, and they played the Chiefs, but Derek Harnham marched down the field. Uh, he looked poised. He looked good. He said he was good playing in the dome, which we all know. Uh, but when Jameis Winston came out there, he scored on his first series, and everybody was like, "Ooh, Jameis!" I was like, and then Jameis must have realized he was in an actual football game, and so <laughs> shit started looking strange. And he was throwing all over. He was overthrowing folks, and he then he was in the pocket too long. And I was just like, "Well, there it is again." And I was like, I literally texted my dad. And Kenny knows my father is a diehard Saints fan. I texted my dad and said, I just had a flashback. <laughs> just had a goddamn flashback. Oh, I love your daddy. He is my daddy. <laughs> my daddy said, why? I said, because Jameis Winston was on TV. Like, let's, all right, so listen, sporties. <laughs> when I tell you the epitome of cat daddy it. Is, is Glenn, Glenn Ree's father. He is the smoothest, most charming man that you will ever meet. I mean, just charming and it's sweet and nice as long as you're not sleeping with him. <laughs> just as long as you're not sleeping with him. That is very true. I, I was like, he was like, he's not like when I met him and I was like, I see why you be pulling all these women. I said, <laughs> just cat daddy. <laughs> just <laughs> Oh goodness! But yeah, um, I did. I, my dad said, "Fly." He's like, "Well, my dad said we got two good quarterbacks." And the minute James started fucking up, he said, "No, we don't. <laughs> no, we don't, and we don't." Y'all already knew that. Like, no, that that team is gonna go as. And then I also called- think uh, Jake Hepner or whatever the third string. He, I think he's a homo. Oh really? I just pull up Jake, our third string. Her photo shoot when they took team photos, she is a photo model and a gay woman, honey. What's his name again? Jake, um, hold on, Jake, and I think that's spelled correctly because I looked him up. Jake, and last name is Hainer, H-A-E-N-E-R. Her very first photo day, if you Google it, is her holding her jersey and her booty tooted up in the air. So, y'all, 
Take that as your take that as your mother planning. Oh. <laughs> okay, girl, I see you. Now, if you hit images, there are sections uh, where she I'm took team photo. Right I'm looking right now. Uh-huh. This is her grinder picture. Like, that's you, a lady, uh-huh. honey. Babe. Ah. <laughs> bottom. Eric said bottom. Uh-huh. I'm gonna post so y'all just so that y'all know I am gonna post. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna post these right now. I'm gonna post this one right now. Right, right. Post it because 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 that she took old glamour shot. That is a lady, honey. This bitch is serving. They <laughs> see serving. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> I don't know if we got her for the for the looks of it all, but but to say the least, she is a gunslinger. That bitch did better than Jameis. But it's also comical that the gay one, because that was, she's got to be a homo, honey. If I've ever seen one, she, her pictures denote otherwise. If she ain't, then uh, neither am I. And well, we know how that go. Uh, <laughs> well, we know how that go. <laughs> that we do. <laughs> yeah. So therefore, and unjust. We we gonna run with that. But, uh, yes, uh, they looked really good. Michael Thomas looked like he was in full form. Now, of course, we are in preseason. Uh, Jamal Williams did run the ball well. We do have Jimmy Graham back, which I was like, oh, okay. Um, yeah, I saw that. I saw that. And, and the I'm, crowd I'm went up. To see, I'm very interested to see because I think that, I mean, obviously the NFC um, South is a two-horse race between – I think it's going to be between the uh, the Saints and the Panthers. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting because there's a lot of there's a lot of talk around the Panthers right now. Because Bryce Young actually looked pretty good. Yeah, like there's a lot of good talk about them, um, and they've got they've got some talent on the team. So it it will be interesting to see you know if they challenge for for the top of the NFC South. I do think it's the Saints to win, but. Um, at the very least, I think the Panthers would make it interesting. And at least the Falcons will come in absolute last place. <laughs> Not absolutely last. You heard what I said. <laughs> That'll say. <laughs> she said absolutely last place. Yeah. What's well, fair? They got the nerd still here and act like, act like I'm supposed to get excited about uh, what's that boy's name? Rhett Ritter, our quarterback. I'm like, child. Oh, Desmond Ritter? Desmond Ritter. I'm like, y'all. Y'all, everybody's very excited about our first round pick, though. But like, would they just gonna run the shit out of him? He'll be broken in two years. <laughs> <laughs> he'll be look. He'll be so over the guy. Look, he'll be so over them people. Yeah, he'll be broken in two years, and then move on to somebody else, and we'll be starting all over again, and whatever. I still blame Matt Ryan for all this bullshit. Oh, I mean. Look, fair enough. Mm-hmm. And Matt Ryan, ladies and gentlemen, just so that y'all know, Matt Ryan is a retired woman. <laughs> she is good and retired. She and said I mean, enough is enough. I think she heard Kenny talking shit. I think that's what it was. I say it to his face. Fuck you and fuck your kids. <laughs> 28 to 3 Super Bowl and y'all lost. Right. You got the nerve to be the highest paid quarterback in the NFL for a year. Sure. Well, you know. I'm still sore she, about that, too. We can tell. 
We can well, we can tell Agnes, but it's all right, boo. <laughs> we got you, sis. It's gonna get better. I don't know when. The, he got the nerve to do a goddamn commercial congratulating the Braves when they won the World Series. I was like, if you don't get the fuck out my face, <laughs> ain't he ain't he ain't he ruining the good you do? Right, like move. Nobody wants to hear from you. <laughs> get your ass off the TV screen, fucker. We may lose. Nobody wants to hear you. We, we trying to we trying to celebrate the Braves. Move on, bye. <laughs> move on. You bringing up bad memories and shit. Get the fuck right. off the screen. We celebrate the team that actually closed the deal. Right. <laughs> Fuck around and lose the whole game. Uh, but speaking of good juju, have you seen uh, – I will give it to them. The Braves have swept the Yankees as of tonight, uh, which is good. I don't like the Yankees. I don't like the Mets. The Yankees uh, are awful. They are horrible. They was, like, they are I know our awful. commentators can be Braves friendly, but they was giving the Yankees hell. They they are awful. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> this is their first losing season that they've had, the, that they will probably have um, since 1995, they said. Wow. Yep. I said 95. Ooh. I said, oh, girl, that's a long time, man. So, yeah. That's what I said. And they paid Aaron Rodgers all that money. <laughs> Not yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, Aaron, Aaron Judge. Judge. Yeah. But still, they look, don't matter. They still sorry. Mm-mm. Well, I mean, let me not act like I'm not happy to see it because, I mean, if you're a Braves fan, you're obliged to ha- have to hate the Yankees. It just is what it is. If you don't, you're not a real Braves fan. So, fair. <laughs> fair. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That is a fair assessment. But um, that also leads to, um, well, we do have another fan question. I was just reading my notes. I wanted to make sure I didn't forget anything. Okay. Um, yes, we do have our, because we went through two. Our third one is kind of interesting, uh, kind of funny. We've um, only done one fan question. Wait, one more. Say that again. We've only done one fan question. Oh, sorry. We have two more then. My bad. I've only had two shots of vodka. Had very little to eat today. I think I forgot lunch. I probably should probably should eat something. But anyway. Pearl. <laughs> you, know blood, you know your blood sugar. Your blood sugar be low. Sugar be low. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Let's get back to... <laughs> anyway. Fan question number two is from Oakland, California. Their name is Jeff. Jeff says that reports are showing that Jimmy G will be a bust in L.A. Well, Las Vegas. Sorry. Uh, do we believe that will be true? Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is the finest what if I've ever seen. <laughs> right. Right. Like, so his finest aside, because he is a very good looking man. Um, <laughs> like it's it's like how are we the same species? <laughs> I mean, look, Barbara, look, Barbara does Shirley. I don't even know. <laughs> but um, anywho, so to answer, that's Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, Jimmy G. Yeah, but so to answer your question is. Uh, 
I, I, I like him. I do. And I want to root for him. He's never shown me that he's been able to stay on the field. And so I don't think he'll be a bust because I because of lack of talent. I think that you can't trust him to stay healthy. It happens every season. And unfortunately, that that has like followed him throughout his career. So the answer is, yes, I do think he's a bust. I think he's going to get injured, as he always does. And that will be that. Like, I think he's I think he's good. He's serviceable. He's by no means an elite quarterback, but he's a very good one. He's been to a Super Bowl. Um, but he is just, I don't know, some players just have that, have that injury bug, and it plagues them, and he's one of them. And it's consistent every season. Um, I truly believe that had he not get hurt, the, the 49ers would have made a significant run the other year. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, unfortunately, I just – it's – it's. I don't know what his contract looks like. I haven't looked into it. So, you know, if he's cheap, who's their backup? Do we know? Uh, no, we do not, actually. Let me go, let me go, let me go uh, real quick. Uh, let's see here. It is – oh, it looks like – Marcus Mariota. <laughs> Wait, am I seeing this correct? And Jared Stidham. A... Is Marcus Mariota and Jared Stidham, it looks like. No, Aiden O'Connell. I don't know oh. who he is. That is I don't know who that is. Yeah, but what, he, what I just put up, he says, um, it says Raiders quarterback Aiden O'Connell among most surprising preseason performers. So, yeah, yeah. you better put your hope in Aiden O'Connell because he will be playing. Is he a rookie? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like he he must be because I've never heard of him. Let me see. Down with the ship. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. Yeah, let's see here. Where did he go to school? I I I need to look up. I look him up a little bit more because I'm not familiar with him. Wow, they're speaking like they're speaking very highly of him. Hmm. All right, so there you go. Put your hopes in him because it ain't gonna be a Jimmy. Well, I. Well, I I'm going to agree. When he gets done, he could we can send him home to Glenn's house. You know. Damn. <laughs> That's my shit, honey. You so rude. Uh, <laughs> but very fair. Mm-hmm. That is a that is a fair point. Um but I'm going to wholeheartedly agree. I just think his injury, he's never lasted a full season. Like I mean, except when he was the backup and he didn't play. So, of course, that is a that's not a standard for accounting. But when he's in, he's in, and he's good. Like he can get you places, and once your team gels behind him, he's great. But once it goes to it goes south, then it's like fuck. Do I what do I do? Um, so I do think his days great that the Raiders gave him coins and plenty of money and all that good stuff. But will the, he be able to back it up? I think not. And if he does. 
I'll eat my words, but I don't think he'll make it through a full season. I'm pretty confident in that. Like, it, like he hasn't made it through a full season. I have no reason to believe that he will this time. Um, I think that he is destined to be another journeyman, unfortunately. So, I... Uh... Glad he didn't come to New Orleans with that bullshit. Does we don't need that. <laughs> Look, we don't need that fuckery in Menagerie. <laughs> but I will say that. So I'm definitely like, okay, that makes sense. Um, on the other hand, um, and this is a this is a thing. This is a uh, Seth from uh, Boulder Springs, Colorado. Uh, I have been a Denver fan for almost twenty plus years. Uh, the city, the state is excited for the arrival of Sean Payton uh, and Russell Wilson. Do you think that relationship is going to go far, or will it be bust? Hmm, that is a very interesting question. And uh, what what was his name again? Say that again. What was his name again? Oh, the read. I, I didn't know. Sorry, I thought you meant the coach. I was like, girl, Sean Payton. No, no the question. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it's Sean. Sean. Um, <clears throat> I think that Sean Payton is definitely the right person to fix the Broncos. I don't know if he can fix Russell Wilson. That is the big question mark here because Russell Wilson is one of those quarterbacks that's made his bread and butter being able to extend plays and his legs and his mobility are an inextricable part of his greatness at the position and his play. But what we do know is that quarterbacks that play that style, they age and they age fast. Um, and so it's yet to be seen whether or not what happened last year with Russell Wilson's poor performance was a culture thing um because obviously the uh the coaching staff last year was in way over their heads and just it was just a train wreck so i think sean payton is the right person to 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 write the ship as far as the organization goes however it's a big question mark as to whether russell wilson's failure last year was due to him the culture and the system he was in, or was it due to the fact that have we seen the best of Russell Wilson? And I actually don't have an answer to that question. Um, that being said, we also cannot forget that they are in a very tough division. And mm -hmm. so they're not going to have the luxury of figuring it out <laughs> as they go. Um, and the Chiefs nor the Chargers are letting up, children. Right, right. Like, and, you know, and, and Vegas is not looking shabby. They're not going to be a rollover. But the fact of the matter is, I mean, and you got you got Chiefs twice a year. You got Justin Herbert and the Chargers twice a year. Um, so it's a difficult division. Um, there's a lot of question marks surrounding Russell Wilson. Um, but 
to answer your question, I do think that Sean Payton is the right person to fix the Broncos. I just don't know if he's the right person to fix Russell Wilson. Huh. Well, uh, Sean's been out the league for, what, two years now? Um, I'm going to attest to that. I don't think that the division will allow him to it's going to be a, I, it may be a long leash in Denver, but that division is not going to let up because as we've said in many divisions, Kansas city is getting better. Despite, as long as they got Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, they're going to be a contender defense or not. They're going to make it happen. I think uh, favorites to win again. Yeah. Frankly. The, the Chargers have given Justin Herbert, the farm, the farm next door to his and probably three more others. Uh, <laughs> and they're getting they're getting better. I will give them that. They are getting better. Um, who else is in that division? The Chargers, the Raiders, and eh, don't have to worry about that. So I mean, I, 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 I'm not going to go as far as say they don't have to worry about them because they're not a rollover team. No, and Josh McDaniels is not going to let them just roll over. Right, and like I said, it really just depends on the health of Jimmy Garoppolo, but. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, so it's you know, it's 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 tough. I think that if we get some more of you know, let let Russell cook. If we get more of that, then there'll be there'll be a good watch. I just don't think I think they'll be at their best if they are at their best. They'll be competing for a wild card spot because they're not going to win that division. Yeah, it's going to be a rough, it's like I said, but all we all know uh, that we will know more of that in about two weeks because, well, two and a half because the season starts and it's going to get interesting. <laughs> I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Yeah, I don't think, uh, uh, um, have we gotten a question from Colorado before? No, we have not. Okay. So that means we do have listeners over in the Boulder State. That's weird. Is that what they call it? Yeah, well, yeah. Girl, when the last time you turned on history? Really? Okay, <laughs> I'll be quiet. Never mind. Never mind. I know it's not the Boulder State. That's what I'm saying. It's not? No, bitch. No. Okay, never mind. Yeah, Eric, go find something to do. Shit. <laughs> Oh, but look at it. Look at it this way, Sean. You always got the nuggets. <laughs> ooh, ooh, Aaron Gordon, his big boot ass. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> and I'm back. <laughs> and I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, <laughs> it is time. It is time. It is time for chocolate milk with soul. Okay. Uh, this question is fun. It is interesting. Uh, did you read it or no? Uh, I did, but I forgot what it says. Let's go ahead and do it. That's because you know she drinks. That's my excuse to everything going forward. You know I drink. Um, my bills are paid and I'm grown, so boom. Uh, I'm grown with a T. I don't give a fuck what she says. Um, <laughs> so this question is from Destiny. Destiny is from, hold on. Let me get back to it because I don't remember where she's from, and I don't want to get it wrong. Portland, Oregon. Sorry. Hi, Destiny. Okay. 
Uh, I've never been to Portland. I do want to go, but all y'all have is the Blazers. So, well, I just I might have to go for the culture. Uh, I just want to go for the, like, yeah, the, the, the microbreweries. You see, alcoholic, know what, know what shit be, honey. Ah, uh, get into it. I'm not mad to you, raging homo. Anyway, Destiny would like to know, as we have gone through the, we are in the final six months, per se, four or five months left of 2023, has 2023 mm-hmm. gone the way we expected it to? Huh. I know, right? <laughs> um, hmm. Do you want to start? Sure. I'm going to answer this as honestly as I can. Uh, and that's a yes and a no. Uh, and when I say that uh, on a personal level, absolutely. Uh, I still have a great husband uh, who deals with my bullshit on the day in and the day out. And trust me, it is bullshit. I am not an easy feat. Uh, and the, the older I get, the worse I tend to seem. That I get. <laughs> Bless that man. Uh, I, I thank God for Bill every day. <laughs> I do believe. I've also believed that if it wasn't for Bill, my ass would still be single and and, and worse than I am now. <laughs> so bless my husband. Um, I have my best friends in the entire world. One being on the other end, who are still healthy, uh, mostly sane. Uh, <laughs> still doing what they do and we're still all above to have to, to talk, to laugh, to be around each other. So that's, so on a personal level, yes, I'm still able to get up every day, put two feet on the ground and make today a better day than I did the day before. So yes, professionally, would I like to be further? Yes, I would be. But um, as I've learned in this life, uh, whomever you believe in, that's not that your plan may not be their plan. Uh, so you have to always remember that, when you walk this life, you get one ride to do it in. And as my grandfather says it best, the train is pulling into the station. And every trip around the sun, we learn something a little bit different in the hope for the rest of this year for me. Um, as I get ready to approach 45 and Laura says the same, I will learn something different every day and my career will be a little further than I wanted to, which is I'm still in a great place. Uh, I'm grown and bills are paid. Uh, I'm still spoiled rotten. Uh <laughs> But with that being said, I, I and I couldn't have asked for a better way to to get my thoughts, my laughs, my bullshit across than this avenue of podcast here because we get to talk to people, you get to listen to us, and we get to live, learn, and laugh. So with that, I can honestly say I'm at a good split, but that's not a bad thing because we still have what we're in August, September, October, four months to go. So hey, mm-hmm. still got four months to go. <clears throat> um yeah so for me uh was the question is the year turned out the way or turning out the way has it turned out the way you thought you expected it to okay all right so um for me the answer is no but not towards the bad towards a bad thing um right. I have found that, you know, as you know, our longtime listeners will know, I turned 40 last year. So I, I just turned 41. So I feel like I've settled into the 40s over this year. Um, I've had some big things happen professionally where I'm going to be moving into a new job. 
Um, it's going to be something very different, um, something exciting and dynamic. And that's starting very soon. I'm in a great relationship. Um, and oh, thank you. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist. <laughs> Love you, Eric. You couldn't resist that one, though. Anywho, <laughs> I, need a, I need a hug. Don't worry about me. So, uh, and so, yeah. So, I can't say that it's turned out the way that I, or I, I expected it to, but it seems to be turning out better than I could have expected because I've learned a lot. I've grown a lot. Um, I've earned a lot and I've seen the fruits of years and years of years of hard work kind of pay off um, in this year. And so I'm grateful for it. Um, However, that being said to destiny, um, you know, it's important to, as they say, you write plans in pencil and not ink um, because it's important to be able to be flexible and receive what the universe has in store for you. And at times, things can seem like they're absolutely awful and negative and just there's just no good can come of it. But in my experience, you weather the storm and you start to realize that one, you're better for it, and two, everything's gonna be okay. It really is. It's gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be okay. As long as you have good friends, good uh, good good love, good in a in a good mindset to understand that and trouble doesn't last always. Uh mm-hmm. And sometimes it's a hell of a test. It's a, it's a hell of a thing. Uh, and I don't mean this in a bad way to the white folks or anybody else. Black folks, no, I'm not. And I'm not trying to be, that's not. And normally I, I tend to have a slight racist. I'm slightly. Uh, but no, I'm married sorry, to a white man. I saw you about to be racist. Like both of us no, I'm not. no, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> but... <laughs> No, I tend because no, and normally I would say yes, but I'm not. <laughs> Honestly, I would say that. But we, as even ethnic individuals, we struggle when we struggle or when you go through life and you're like, why is this happening? What is going on? You know, there's a, a light somewhere at the end of the tunnel and you understand how to get out of it because you may have seen it before. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I'm trying to say. I'm no, no way stretching for that. Now, and, I, and I'm not saying that. You know, the Anglo-Saxon, I'm not saying any of that. All that I am saying is that when when folks that I've spoken to, whether it be Spanish, whether it be black, when we struggle, sometimes we say, oh, we've seen that before, but we don't get down. We don't let ourselves get out of the, the headspace. So as long as you're able to put two feet on the ground every morning, and this is to anybody, especially our LGBT, le- legitimate, the word that I've learned, and I'm going to take it with me, uh, Brothers and sisters, as long as you can put two feet on the ground every day and wake up and try to make yesterday today better than what it was yesterday, then you've already succeeded, my loves. You've already won. You've already won. No matter what the day looks like, you have already won because trust me, it could be 10 times worse. 
you know, and it's it's one of those things where where it's true. It's like if you're if you're if you're lost, if you don't like it's okay. It's okay. We're all we're all lost at times. Like it's okay. It's all right. Honestly, like you said, just put two feet on the ground, put one in front of the other, lean on the people that love you. And I mean the people that actually love you. And mm-hmm. for for people in our queer community that may not necessarily be your blood relatives. But what I can tell you is that there are people out there who are willing to embrace you and love you and love on you. Hell, you know you know where to find us on social media. You can contact mm-hmm. us. <laughs> Period. That's one of the main reasons why we started doing this show. It's just another queer slice of sports heaven where people who happen to enjoy sports like us can come and hear it in a way that may that that more resonates with them. So yeah. we got your back. So regardless of how your year is going, I guarantee it's going to be okay. Um, to answer your question, like I said, no, it, my year is not turning out anywhere, anything like I thought it would, but it's turning out for the better. It hasn't been easy. Do not get me wrong. It has not been easy. It has not been easy, baby. <laughs> it has not been easy. Listen, I was born to make mistakes. Um, and as Erica Badu said, <laughs> I think I'm mur- I think I made a wait, how'd it go? I think I'm shit. I'm drunk. What song um, <laughs> will you give no kid? <laughs> oh, which is I knew the toll, but I would not pay. Yeah. <laughs> That's but a song. I do know what she's referring to, ladies and gentlemen. She's not actually crazy. That is an actual real right. song. You never know how the cars may lay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Lord, that is it, honey. So, with that being said, we love you guys. Just take the rest of the last four months and just know it's 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 yours to your story is not yet it's not finished so as long as the story's not finished you can add to it it's your masterpiece after all so mm-hmm. with that being said we have come to an end of another fabulous episode of who that rises up sports talk with the gay twist uh as we say every week you know where to find us uh instagram uh who that who underscore that rises up of course facebook kenny and glenn at who that rises up uh email kenny and glenn who that rises up at gmail.com uh little sidebar is that all uh, together you, yes kenny and glenn who that rises up is all together okay. uh uh, but I have a little, I have a little son. You guys are amazing. Uh, Kenny, we are up to 747 votes. I know you fucking lying. We're up to 747 votes. So you guys, except for the 51 of you who voted for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 750 <laughs> votes? If you round up, we're at 750 votes. I am humbled to no end. So you guys are fucking amazing. Uh, You bitches are making me count. Uh, (laughs) But that's okay. Uh, I am off tomorrow, so I will do that. Uh, But you guys are amazing. Uh, Yeah, 747. As of when when we got online, as of 8 o'clock, well, 
you know, eight, eight thirty. Um, wow. Is all I can tell y'all. Uh, you bitches are listening. You bitches are commenting. You bitches are voting. Uh, I guess you figure somebody wants a hundred dollar gift card to fanatics. I don't know what you bitches want, but I sure hope it's good. <laughs> uh, oh Lord. But I'd like, is... like to hear from our friend from Cincinnati. He may not like yeah. me anymore, but <laughs> you were not, I remember Alan, you were not Alan's favorite. But <laughs> I'm just kidding. I do not know that to be certain. Do not see, but that was when I think it was during the championship run that half yeah, championship run. Yeah, and, and and Alabama played Cincinnati. And we did not. Alan did not get a shirt. Kenny was not. We were not. No, we sent him a shirt. Oh, we did. We did. We I'm lying. That is true. Mm-hmm. We were nice. Uh, but yeah. So you guys have done that leaps and bounds. Oh my God. As Kenny said, we're humbled and we thank you. Uh, as I said, again, voting, we're probably, we have one more week, uh, which is next week and voting will close the week after. Uh, so you guys continue that. Uh, I challenged you guys last week. You, you seem, seem to listen, uh, but continue to do so. I'm still tallied up. Uh, we were at 600 and something last week. So we are, we are mounting up. We're riding, as as Russell said, we're right uh, Bronco and whatever the fuck he says, ride out, whatever the fuck it is, we're doing it. Uh, but um, so, uh, <laughs> if y'all seriously like, don't let Glenn disparage you. If you want to, if you want to stand <laughs> for your team, if you're from Tampa Bay or the Tampa Bay area, you want to stand for your bucks, go ahead and do it. It's fine. This is all in good fun. Don't let that bitch shame you. <laughs> You're so rude. <laughs> you are very rude. Anyways. I just wanted you to know that. But anyway, on that note, as we say to you guys, each and every episode, and you take this to heart every time, sports is for everybody, including you. Good night, everybody. Good night, y'all. And I'm still, Tyson, I'm still waiting to hear from you, uh, uh, nephew. So your auntie's gonna rag on that. I I should have okay. sent a message, but I didn't. I'll do so tomorrow when I get yeah, when I so, when yeah, I sit down and do that. I'll send him a message. I'll send him an email. Yeah, I'm gonna do this every episode until he responds. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Good night, loves. <laughs>